PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. You're a real boring fuck. Sorry. Sorry, I know that you disapprove of swearing. So I'll sort that. You are a boring F star star cunt. Welcome to Billy D's Death at the Movies. What is up, my dudes? I've had a busy couple weeks up here. Just finished up my biggest project of the year for work, and I got to shoot the Grooveniks on the first night of their weekend of shows here in NYC. For you youngins out there, the Grooveniks were what parents all over South Florida were worried about in the 90s. A whole scene basically sprung up around them, and they're playing Orlando and West Palm this spring. I highly recommend you go and rock the fuck out. I also saw a bunch of movies. This is a better music biopic than Bohemian Rhapsody. I know the history and people involved in this scene pretty well, and I wasn't shocked when a movie was made about it. I'm shocked it took so damn long. Makes a good narrative companion to the documentary Until the Light Takes Us. This is shockingly well made, and this scene lends itself to the narrative format really well. The second wave black metal scene has a definitive beginning, middle, and end. So... It makes for a good story. I recommend this. If you have a fascination with death or black metal, then highly recommend. I also went to What the Fest for a few screenings. I caught the opening night film, Depraved. All I knew going in was that this was an updated adaptation of Frankenstein set in contemporary Brooklyn. I don't know what I expected, but I guess I didn't expect it to be so Frankenstein-y. It's straight up Frankenstein. Not so much a direct adaptation of Mary Shelley's book, it's a Frankenstein monster in its own right, built from references and pieces of other Frankenstein films. Fessenden might be the biggest Frankenstein fan in NYC to craft this film, and it was good, if you like Frankenstein. You have to kind of love Frankenstein for this to work for you. Great cast and great monster performance and effects. But the highlight of the fest, for me, was one cut of the dead. Mind blown. This Japanese film will be making my best of 2019 list. The less you know, the better, but it's a comedy about making a horror movie in a single take. Must see. Absolutely brilliant. Okay, now I have to prep for my second move in eight months. Ugh. Stay cool. Billy D. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Welcome to Cinema Crespo Diesel. What up? How's it going? Welcome to episode 324 of Cinema Crespo Diesel. That is 324, recording that on 32419. Meant to be. Did you guys know that? It's meant to be. Wait. Oh. What? Yes. What? This is episode 324. Uh-huh. And today, in our backwards North American way of writing down time. Oh. Yeah. It's 324. It is 324. Our Canadian listeners, our French listeners, our Colombian listeners. I mean, it like, actually... You guys got it wrong. It's actually 24-3. But you know what? This is America. This Fuck is America. Boom, 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 boom. And we do it the way Fuck we want to do it. I think it helps, though. I think, yeah. it, I think it's right. Because when you... Well, no. We, I mean, it's probably because I'm used to looking at it that exactly. way. Exactly. Yeah. We're just used to it. Yeah. But I mean, like, when you see the month first, especially if you're looking at, like, history or, like, something that happened last year or something like that, mm-hmm. like, the first thing 
like before you look at the day, right? When you see the month, you kind of familiarize yourself immediately with what time of year. It was. I, I think that's just not an upbringing we're used to it. Because when you ever, I saw a chart like a, a pyramid. You know, when you think about it, it actually goes from smallest to biggest. Mm-hmm. If you go from day, yeah. month, year, yeah. it makes much more sense. If that you way. go month, day, year, it's just it's it's just it, weird. It's actually a little kind of hinky, you yeah. know. But uh, you know what? Time is relative. Mm-hmm. We're all going to die. It On is. a long enough timeline, the survival rate for all of us goes to zero. And none of this matters anyway. None of this matters anyway. Uh, we're just throwing away monies that don't even uh, actually have any sort of value to begin with. Zero. Fiat so, currency, Chris. So it's actually good that we're turning that fiat currency into fiat entertainment via this sort of podcasting, which is like... Got, is that what like podcasting it. is? Fiat entertainment? Pretty much. Where it that only has the real. value... It's not real. It, it only has the value that you give it. That you give it, that you put into it. Yeah. That's what we're that's what we're doing here. <laughs> we're creating fiat, fiat podcasting. Fiat podcasting. Well, podcasting is fiat, fiat currency. Fiat entertainment. Yeah, yeah like the it. currency of the entertainment world uh, because it's a uh, it's ephemera. It's it's flitters away. Is fiat <laughs> is fiat a name or does it stand for something? Fiat stands for Foreign Intelligence Agency. Triad transportation. Transportation. <laughs> the car. I don't know what the car stands for. Fiat currency, though, is uh, money that has no backing in anything. Okay. But, but you know, people just. Uh, it's just held up by the people's belief in the. Is it spelled with an A or no? I. F I A T. F I A T. Fiat money is a government well, issued currency by, that yeah. is not backed by a physical commodity such as gold or silver. The value of fiat money is derived from the relationship between supply and demand and the stability of the issuing government rather than the worth of a commodity backing it. Correct. So, for the most part, kind of like cryptocurrency, basically. I mean, but Crypt- it's, physi- it's physical. A physical one that has a history. Cryptocurrency is based on the the what's backing cryptocurrency is the work that goes into. Making the encryption chains that they use to somehow mine all the stuff. So actually, it's not fiat currency because there is something. There's something back in it, but how? But but how much do you believe in that digital thing that can you you unplug a box and it goes away? How real is that? Gold is more real than encryption chains. You are. You know, in a in a real world, in a digital world, encryption chains are more real. Hard drives are worth you know some of them now millions of dollars because they get that on there. Because they have the yes, uh, someone buried one like on a mountain somewhere and said, "Go find my uh, go find my." Oh, Buried yeah. treasure. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, so I'm sure someone's going to die trying to do that. Uh, oh, Kamiko no, with the treasure say, hunter style. More than one, actually, I believe. Exactly. Or people lose their passwords or all this stuff. Also, or hard drives die. They do. It's, it's old technology. Technology can't be trusted. Um, our currency, it's not necessarily fiat at this point. It's now backed by like uh, the military industrial complex, you know, the war machine, GE, stuff like that. Uh, they make the uh, anti ballistic. Weapon systems, mm. those things are act. That's what our economy is truly uh, propped up on. Not mean. Mm-hmm. Not mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Welcome to economics, Crespity. So we are here to mourn the <laughs> loss of uh, economist. Uh, what's this guy's name? This guy just died. You guys hear about this? No, of course not. No, leading no. economist. Nobody uh, cares. He's an academia. Yeah. Old white man. Old white man, but he's a very smart old white man. But he's, uh, he's an old white man. Just like, goddamn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Goddamn old white, God white man! How did you hear about it? Uh, Twitter, white Twitter, white Twitter. Okay, yeah. which is just Twitter. Yeah. It's regular, that's just regular Twitter. Regular, regular Twitter. Although some people say black Twitter is regular Twitter because that's where all the, the best stuff happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I'm also on film Twitter, uh, which is uh, okay. Puerto Rican Twitter. 
No, actually, I'm no. not. I don't I'm not on, the, on the hashtags for Puerto Rican Twitter. I don't know what's going on in Puerto Rican Twitter. Mm, that's that surprises me. Yeah, well, I don't know what what are Puerto Ricans watching <laughs> these days. We don't really have anything to galvanize us in in pop culture media. You know, we have to. All we got is J Lo, her twelfth engagement in like <sighs> six years. That's all we get, Drew. So it's it's hard to to rally our awful. diaspora around uh, such shitty entertainment options. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Freddie of, Prince Jr. I mean, come on, Lord. Don't, don't a lot of Puerto Ricans? Well, I mean, assuming mm-hmm. that they live in Puerto Rico, which of course a lot don't, but yeah, yeah sure. still not have uh, power, so they are now watching anything. Oh my God! To this day, for real, there are people yeah. still up in the mountains that are like we're in the jungles who are just like this is this is life now. Yeah, they're like I miss J Lo. We are forgotten. <laughs> we miss J Lo. <laughs> Jennifer Lock. She's from Brooklyn for crying out loud. <laughs> And and uh, yeah, now that Nebraska's underwater, man, Puerto Rico, forget about it. They ain't getting nothing from nope. the government. <laughs> the uh, the governor, Governor Rosello, Rosello, he said, um, he, White House ain't returning his calls. So it's like we're fucked. Mm-hmm. <sighs> not do it. But then again, my, my my dad just did like a thirteen day trip over there. So it's not like it's not you can't go there. It's not like he, he went to Nebraska for thirteen days. Yeah, man. <laughs> he was like checking out the livestock. He was like, you cows gonna be drowned soon. <laughs> you, you put cows, yeah, and pigs. That's no, really the, uh, weird. He went to Puerto Rico. Went to Puerto Rico. He went to Anyasco, where uh, the hometown where he was born, the, one of those little shack houses in the side of a you know plantation. Okay. Now it's a a bank. My dad went to Kentucky for that. There like, you go. Because he was born and raised, or born. not raised. I don't know. And did he go back? Is it now like all developed up and he, changed? Yeah, and... he found his house, which looks pretty much the same. Oh no, his house is the same. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. No, but, my dad's now it's a whole developed neighborhood. Ah, yeah, yeah. Because when he was born, there was all farms. It's yeah, it still is farms. where he where he went in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean it's Kentucky. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's yeah, a, Puerto Rico's also. They call it a flyover state for a reason, Chris. Yeah, man, because now uh, you can't land nowhere because it's all underwater. In Puerto Rico, it's all but the interior is all like jungle and stuff. You got to fly over that middle. He's probably it's the only person in a really long time to go to Kentucky like on vacation mm-hmm. and not go to the Jack Daniels Distillery. Yeah, probably, <laughs> oh, really? yeah. probably one of the like three people. That no, year. Jack Daniels is uh, Kentucky. No, that's uh, mm-hmm. Tennessee, isn't it? Lynchburg, Tennessee. Oh wait, you're right. I don't know what's Kentucky. Not SoCo. That's Louisiana. Yeah, because I was gonna say I know Kentucky is like Kentucky bourbon. Jim, Kentucky bourbon. That is for sure a history. Uh, yeah, uh, Maker's Mark. It may have been Jim Beam. Jim Beam could be Jim Beam. It's one of the guys, Johnny Walker. Johnny, Jim, Drew. Look it up. I'm just gonna Google Kentucky Johnny bourbon. Walker. Up, sound like it would be in, it like some kind of bougie place, like yeah, New York City, Chicago. Yeah, 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 for sure. Look it up, Drewster. Look Jim it up. Beam. Jim Beam, there we go. Well, we were in Amsterdam. We went to the Heineken Museum slash mm-hmm. Old Brewery. Yeah. You got to do things like that. Yeah, it's like places. I want to learn about what I don't drink. I mean, actually, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. If well, you- the, way, the way, actually, the, the way they do beer in Europe is completely different. I mean, I'm not sure if the craft beer scene has changed that, mm-hmm. but, but traditionally, when you go to Europe... There are signs outside of the bar. I think, and, I think it's the and same. And that is what kind of beer they serve. And that is what you get. So if you walk, Ew. if there's a Carlsberg sign in front of the bar, you walk in and you are drinking Carlsberg. Yeah. If you go, there's popular, a Heineken sign. Popular in China. Amstel sign. You know, that's where you get, they, they only have one beer. Yeah, please say Heineken, Guinness signs. That's the bar you're walking to. Wow. Uh, what did you say in China? What about China? Uh, Carlsberg is actually popular in China. Oh, is yeah. it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Well, you're closer to Europe. That makes sense. All right. Um, I was going to say something. I'm going to the cinema, Chris. We used to have your house, Chris. Steve Vecchi. Every, uh, Juice Cogburn. Mm. <laughs> Everywhere you went, there I was... I forgot to introduce you guys. Carlsberg, mm-hmm. Heineken, and Corona. 
Rosberg. Joel. Isn't that, isn't that strange? Uh, well, culture travels weirdly. It does. Yeah. Uh, like how we drink Foster. We, we don't drink Fosters, but our Fosters is Australian for beer. Yeah, right? And you can get it here. And yeah. you can get it in Australia, but Australia like, well, um, we don't drink this We ain't drinking no Fosters, man. But then when you go overseas, they're like, oh, Budweiser, yeah. And a lot of people here are narrow, especially like, around to the stuff. Although, Budvar. Yes, no, Budvar, on the other hand. Yes, you can get Budvar, a.k.a. Chekvar. You know about Budvar, Chekvar? No. Ed probably knows all about this. Budweiser is a Czech recipe that was stolen by the Budweiser uh, Bush Bush family. Yes. They stole the recipe, uh, or did they buy it? They did something. They worked out a deal. They they, they took it from... They They ended up working a legal deal. So, a legal deal, basically. There's a drink called Budvar. Yeah, basically the way it worked is... Budvar was making it in Europe. Yes. Anheuser-Busch was making it in America. Budweiser. And right. So Budweiser got more popular than the original Budvar uh-huh. and actually bought the naming rights for Budweiser. Now, Budweiser is a type of beer, not a name brand. Yeah. But they bought it, and so the original company that started that beer... In Czechoslovakia. In Czechoslovakia can't call it Budweiser Budvar. because... Anheuser-Busch is a bigger company. So they nice. changed it to Czechvar. Oh, you, wow. you can go to Total Wine yeah, and, get, and get a 12-pack of Czech. But and it's like Czechvar is the original Budweiser. It, it's like the good European it, version of Budweiser. It, it's basically where the recipe started. Like mm. the, It's actual beer, Steve. Wow. It's not just water. So when we were in when, uh, Germany, we went to the we, uh, the supermarket. We just yeah. grabbed some warm Budvar off the, the shelf. Which, which reminds me, actually, actually, warm. You know, since you mentioned the water, um, I went to, uh, you know, I went to uh, the Pints and Paws yesterday. Oh, mm-hmm. how did that go? Good? Oh, awesome. I yeah. love that event. That's cool. Like, plenty of dogs running around. Oh, it's, sure. It's dogs yeah. and beer. Uh, dogs yeah. And beer, you man, can't yeah. beat it. But uh, they, you know, one of the places is uh, Celery City. Mm-hmm. Yes. And one of the coolest things about that place is that if you you know you go up to the counter to get a beer, mm-hmm. and uh, and then you know if you're like oh can, uh, can I get a water too and they'll go oh there's a water station on the side of the bar yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. but what I love about it though is they're like yeah it's a water station it, it actually has a uh, a Miller Light tap handle mm-hmm. oh, for the water that's very funny <laughs> Throw, throwing shade <laughs> as the kids two years ago used to say at at Miller Light that's good stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh, who's that Paul. Uh, or at yeah. City, yeah. yeah. I just listened to that you guys did a Save the Beer Union with Paul, right? To do the, to promote Pints and Pauls. Didn't you go there? Yeah. Was that at West End? West End, yeah. I was at West End? Yeah. yeah, and he was at West End, so like he wasn't at Cellar City. He wasn't at Cellar City. Or he was at West End. Yeah. Uh, yeah, check out that episode of Save the Beer Union. Yeah, some good stuff. Uh, okay, where we're at. Uh, 14 minutes. Judas starts talking about some movies here. We saw a couple movies here, Steve. All right, we did. We went and saw Jordan Peele's Us. Mm-hmm. Oh, how was it? Oh, we like that. <laughs> a lot of people online are like, Ooh, yeah. very, it's becoming a very divisive movie. That's interesting. Juicy Cogburn. True. S- speak on it. I mean. Speak. It's it's different. Steve's a man. It, it, is, it is different. It's original. Uh, it goes places you don't expect it. There are twists. There are turns. There are twists and turns. Uh, I'm, I'm not convinced it's a horror movie, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did a whole spoiler bonus episode on this that people can hear on our Patreon. Sign up for our Patreon, yo. And, uh, yeah, we talked about, uh, for a few minutes on that whether or not it's even a horror film. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jordan Peele. This guy can't make a, a straight horror film to yeah, save his life. Yeah, for the life of him. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. But I mean, the, movie's, the movie is what it is. 
I'll give it that. Uh, it's original. In that it's a very unique film. It is. It's it's like nothing you've seen before. I mean, it definitely has influences, but not... Makes me think of like The not, Shining. But not direct influence. I mean, it's... Just stylistically. Yeah. I mean, it is... It's, it's, it's a completely original movie. I can see uh, that because The Shining wasn't directly... Like, I wouldn't call it a horror. Yeah. Movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's a ghost story, The Shining, a story of a man who goes insane, eventually wants to kill his family. There's an elevator full of blood, there's mm-hmm. dead bodies, there's zombies, there's uh, a lot of stuff in The Shining. And yet, so at the end of the day, it's like, oh, yeah, no, it's exactly. horror-ish. Same thing with this. There's a lot of there's those a lot of blood, tropes. A lot of stalking, slasher-type stuff. The cat and mouse. Uh, very tense sequences. I fall on this line, and I think Drew Knight of I do think it's a... Fairly successful in being a horror film, uh, more so than Get Out, where Get oh, Out was more of a psychological thriller, yeah. uh, comedy sort of thing. You know, what I, I mean? still haven't seen it. So I haven't seen. Man, it's not like HBO. I highly I recommend Get Out. It's, yeah, it's fun. It's a good one. Oh, I've wanted to see it since it came out, but well, Get Out of the two movies, Get Out is the more accessible one. In that, for Get Out, the story is much more straightforward. The characters are straightforward. And linear. Yeah, uh, it's linear. Thing you're just told the story and. Uh, it's it's fairly simple. I mean, it's a weird movie, mm. and it has its metaphors and its themes and stuff and its symbols. But it's uh, it's overall simple compared to this one, which is like, all right, now we're gonna go uh, like layers crazy with all the things I'm gonna try to say, and some things speak louder than others, and some things work know better what? than others. I don't so. know. I think maybe what bugs me is just the exposition. There's a lot at the end. I think it's I a type th- of movie where there's I, an exposition dump I've been, at the I've been, end. T- I've been trying to put my finger on. It. I think that's what it is. It's bothering you. Yeah, too much explaining of what's it going on. It just feels, on. for whatever reason, w- with as original and cool as everything else is, that part feels lazy, and it's the most important part. That's yeah, true. Show not tell type of stuff. Maybe have a character discover the things instead of having another character just sit down and for like three minutes be like literally explain everything yeah. oh that's nice yeah that is that could be yeah I think, yeah. I think that's what it was Chris not a, not a perfect movie by I think, any means I think, I think I finally put my finger on what bugged me about it a lot of exposition in it. there is oh. a decent amount of exposition um, I said this on the bonus episode the opening the, the exposition comes at the end yeah the opening sequence is pretty fantastic. The opposite is, is that the opening that is the almost, prologue is no, that like, almost is straight up horror yeah it's like a great <laughs> foreboding seven minutes yeah. seven minute sequence yeah. uh, that it's like oh my like so much tension and then the payoff and you're like oh my god what happens <laughs> and then the movie starts and you're like oh boy here we go here we go I feel like maybe the movie starts off really strong and then it sort of loses its way with the exposition at the end and then it has like a twist a double twist it's like a twist double twist it's, it's so many twists they're twists yeah we had, twists. We, had, we had to talk about that quite a bit on our bonus episode, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was interesting, Steve. Interesting. It was interesting. Yeah. I would definitely recommend seeing Get Out first. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, you don't have to. In just that, it's like, well, it's, if it's just one guy's form of storytelling. We're, we're talking about Jordan Peele specifically and his style. Yeah. That, that is going to be well, emerging as he makes films. I would say go ahead and watch him. You already come out just so you can see how he grows as a yeah. filmmaker. It's like with Ben Affleck, I would... If people haven't, if they get a chance to, like, I would say, watch Gone Baby Gone, and then watch uh, The Town, and then watch Argo, and you see how he grows as a... As a director. As a director, and as a filmmaker. It's very interesting. Because Gone Baby Gone is still a very good movie, but it's like a made-for-TV movie. I mean, 
I think Ben Affleck is a much better director than he ever was an actor. He is I, a much better I director. I am on record as saying that quite a few times. Never saw that one movie, though, that uh, flopped, Live by Night. It didn't, it didn't, need a, it looked awful. It didn't look good, and it, did, it got bad reviews, and it everyone forgot about it. It did not look good at all. Yeah. And you know, it's probably to his credit that everyone forgot about it. It's fine. It's probably better for him that everyone just forgot about it. He went on the Batman, yeah. everyone's about that. Now we cannot forget about Batman. Yeah. Um,. So us, I like you know what I'm also so seeing do this online. Triple Frontier with Fat Fleck. I'll do Triple Frontier instead. Triple Frontier Two. Fat Fleck. Uh, the search, Return of Fat Fleck. The Search for Curly's Gold. The yeah. <laughs> I'm finding did this. You, did you see Triple Frontier? Not yet. That, that almost it almost not that, yet. That almost works as an actual sequel, Chris. That's the funny part. Really? Yeah. I will. Not yet. I'm gonna watch it because it's J.C. Chandler and Oscar Isaac. I love Oscar Isaac. Uh, being talked about as maybe being Batman. I, I, I'm down for half Guatemalan Batman. <laughs> Who? Oscar Isaac. Uh, Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron in the new Star Wars is. He's, uh, what else was a popular thing that he was in um, besides X-Men Apocalypse? Yeah, I mean, he was Apocalypse. I don't see that either. I'm trying to think. Did you see Sucker Punch? No. Did you see... Uh, <laughs> did you see Ex Machina? Did you see Ex Machina? Yes. The, okay. The inventor, the inventor. The bald guy with the okay. beard. Yeah. And then he pops up in a lot of movies, that dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Oscar Isaac is his name. He's half Guatemalan. He grew up in Miami. And he might play who? Which super- He's rumored for throwing him out there for Batman right now. Other people are also throwing him out there for uh, Solid Snake for, in, a, in a Metal Gear Solid movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, people, I've seen people online. Some people don't like um, of the main characters of the parents. It's Lupita Nyong'o and Winston Duke. Some people aren't liking Winston Duke and his character. Drew, which I mean, is whatever. Surprising to me, it's finding him too goofy or or not funny. Or, That's kind. Of, I mean, it, I don't know. Winston Seriously, Duke sounds uh, very the, stuffy. The, the, the Winston Duke. <laughs> it's, it's a funny name. Winston, Winston Duke. That, that character. It remind. It, he's a goofy dad. It is very Key and Peele. Yeah, he's a Clark Griswold Key and Peele skit father. Yeah, like, he's he goof. is very much like he is this big ominous dude, he's and a, like you a, look at him and you're like. Guy. Holy fuck! This man could probably rip me in half. And then when he's actually confronted with like Danger. something, he's like, "No, nah. he's like, I, I will not fuck with this man." He, well, <laughs> well, first he he's tries like, to. He does the thing. He where tries he, to get all gangster, and then it fucking goes bad on him he, real quick. He does the thing that Key and Peele have explored both on their show yeah. and with the movie Keanu, uh, where he does the thing where he has to confront these people. So he grabs the baseball bat, he goes out there to toughen up the whole movie. He's like a laughable guy. Yeah. It's like, let's go to the beach. We're gonna have fun, you know, talking to his wife and everything. And then when this family's in, yo, you, like, you want to get like, gangster? He's like, yo, like you want to get? We're gonna do this. I'll be ready, you yeah. know, like dropping his uh, his verb yeah. conjugations and stuff. <laughs> and people in the theater start laughing. Like, obviously, yeah. okay, this guy, he's faking being tough, and it's he can't even pull it off because he's such a goober. Yeah. Uh, with his brown university shirt because he's obviously like a learned individual. Yeah. He's a nerd. He's just a big old nerd. Uh, I really enjoyed that character. No, yeah, so do I. I really enjoyed the family and everything. So I'm surprised to because read it's online more... people not liking that. Well, because the thing that character is actually more true to life than I feel like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the embar- like that, that you're embarrassed of, and yeah. then the girl every almost no matter what point in the movie, every time you're, he says something, she's not paying attention at all. No, you cut to the girl, and if she if she hears yeah. it, she makes a face. <laughs> Seriously, Dad. This guy. Again? Like, no matter how deep, no matter how crazy he gets, he says something, she's like, God damn it, Dad, you're embarrassing me in front of the mysterious killers. Uh, I like them all, of, and the Pina Nyong'o, right? She plays the mom, and also, like, the lead mom of the 
the twin bad people that you see in the trailers. It's mm. her fucking movie. She's amazing in it. She she gets to do two completely different performances, and she's amazing as both the heroine and the villain. You know, mm. uh, she knew the opportunity she had to like really go for it, and she did. She does, man. She's yeah. great. I love her. All right. I think I think, but I already, I already like her though. I haven't seen nothing that I haven't liked her in Twelve Years a Slave, Black Panther. Uh, what else? She was in something else too, but I saw. Damn it. Black Panther's on Netflix. I still haven't seen it. Check it out, man. It's good. It holds up as it's uh, like its own standalone. That Thor Ragnarok it holds oh. up. It's like months old. Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> no, but I'm no, I'm saying that holds up like uh, like oh. a standalone thing. Like you don't have to watch all twenty no. Marvel. Oh movies, yeah, you know? yeah. Because <laughs> some like like okay, well we'll talk about this. We'll I'll talk about this later in a little bit for the what you're watching. I rewatched Avengers: Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Like that movie, you gotta. There's no you, way you, you can watch it by itself. No. You know. Oh okay. But like Black Panther, you could watch it. By Dude, Thor Ragnarok. Captain you can, Marvel, you could watch. Thor by Ragnarok, you can watch by itself for intense. Purposes. Thor Ragnarok, you, totally you really don't yourself. need to know what's going on. I love yeah. Ragnarok. Oh, dude, that I I re, I I watch that movie probably once a month. It's fantastic, just, just awesome. for fun. It's so much fun. Cause, cause and, and it's I just awesome. I just started in the first scene. It's comedy mixed with action. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, he, he's already caught and he's just sitting there twirling and they have that whole conversation it's about like, Ragnarok. Like, oh, I'm coming back around. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then, and then he breaks out and whoops everybody's yeah. ass to Led Zeppelin. Yeah, so that's up. They yeah. cheated, but that's fine. I'll, I'll give him. I'll give him that one. Good old Tiger with TT. I mean, Hammer of the Gods. Dude. He's come on. So us, we'll talk about Avengers in a second. So us is, um, it's a challenging film. It's ambiguous. It's gonna make you think. It's gonna make you think. It's got Drew and I talk about. I don't want to say specifically, but it has one or two things that Drew and I are, are questioning. Literally, like why? Mm-hmm. Like we know there's obviously a point to this because. Jordan Peele doesn't seem to be a guy who does things without a point. And you spent a lot of time on spent this Spent a lot of time on this thing, so he has a reason for doing this. And for and we were literally like, why? What the fuck what is, is going this? on here? So um, uh, it's a type of thing where I feel like over time, it's either going to grow in stature and we'll figure it out. Or it will be like, oh, this is sort of an emperor's, emperor's new clothes situation, yeah. you know, mm. which is yeah, could be fair. You never know. We'll see. Um. But I, it's every type of movie where I recommend people check it out for themselves. Oh, definitely. See I mean, it. It, Go see it in theater support. It's original. If, if Make up your own mind. Like it, don't like it, People always bitch about everything's so derivative and the Every, same blah, blah, sequels, blah, blah. It's all sequels and comic book movies. Hey, and, guess what? This is neither of those things. Completely original. Great new storytelling. Yeah. If you don't see the movie, then shut your fucking mouth yeah and just go get in line for uh for you know, spider-man and yeah, yeah you know mm-hmm. exactly that's like a deal uh see more original movies people um speaking of seeing original non-comic movies drew sir cogman and i went and saw shazam <laughs> honestly i wanted i wanted to see it is it was it good <laughs> i thought it was, I oh. thought it was fine <laughs> Here, here's the thing steve this movie was not made for me Okay. This movie is made for middle schoolers. Like movies made for Drusa Cogburn include like The Dark Knight, yeah. Watchmen, mm-hmm. uh, Salo, 120 Days of Sodom, Eight <laughs> yeah. uh, uh Debbie Does Dallas, Itchy uh, the Killer, Itchy the Killer. Yeah. Those the, are movies. The Italian movies. Stallion. The Italian Stallion. These yeah, are, yeah. The, those uh, a, a Night at Kitty and Studs or whatever. Yeah. Stallone <laughs> the, porno. Those ones. are the movies made for me. This movie, I mean. And even a lot of the comic book movies, you know, like Suicide Squad was fairly dark and real enough. You know, sure. it was villains, this, that, the other. Sure. I mean, even all the other DC movies have kind of had this, you know, the Scott Snyder darkness to them. Yeah. Um, this movie is very, very light, very upbeat, very funny. And oh, that's what I figured. And it centers a fuck around a 14-year-old kid. A 14-year-old so, kid and, as, and his foster family. 
as much another 14 15 year old you kids. know as you know the, it it's just it's another comic book movie it's another comic book movie but i feel like it's um with all the marvel stuff we've been getting which are all yeah. very violent yes they're all very snarky in their own ways or talks like iron man this and joss whedon the violence hardly is hardly violent. It's it's it is comic booky violence where uh, someone gets punched and they're just like, oh, they go flying. And um, See, that's what it all looks like. It yeah, is from and, the trailer, you know. But no, what even I thought watching a trailer, it felt like a sort of a that's still same sort of snarky meta humor mm-hmm. about uh, like a guy, a kid who gets his powers, and the whole movie's gonna be jokey, jokey about that. The movie itself, the trailers do not sell this. The trailers no. don't sell two things. Mm. The trailers don't sell for real the the, the realness the, the real of the plot. Foster family. Well, that yeah, because like in the, in the trailers, he's like, oh, he's a part of a Foster family, yeah, and that's how he knows his kid. That's it. No, they really go into it. That's the that the movie is the, the Foster fa- family yeah. in that situation, no. and then the realness of the villain. The, all they show in the trailer is Mark Strong for one scene. Yeah. In the movie, it's like, oh no! That movie actually opens up the first ten minutes is uh, not even the kid. It's, it's the it's the villain. It's actually young Mark Strong or, origin yeah. story. Yeah, and they, they spend more time on that first, and it has had to do with the these demons known as the seven, seven deadly, deadly sins, sins and all this, and the Sunny sin and all this wizard wizards magic, yeah. like for real magic is involved. Does in it have anything movie. to do with the real seven deadly sins? Yes. Yeah, envy, sloth, like like it's Wrath, very greed, very yeah. literal. Like I was. Whoa! And then they're throughout the movie. They're like, no. they're but, a part of what fuels the villain, and none of that is in the marketing whatsoever. Yeah, because I I just love the idea of like how easy Sloth would be to defeat. <laughs> you, would think, you would think so. <laughs> He's a big old bastard. Though. Yeah, He's a big he bastard. Um, we'll talk much more in detail about that stuff when we do a spoiler bonus episode for our Patreon. Uh, so sign up for that, people. But uh, for as little as a dollar, Steve, we're really undervaluing it. It should be like minimum hundred bucks. Then everyone would sign up. You know what I mean? Like this must be uh, good. That's the way. It works. Oh yeah, yeah this yeah. must be good. Yeah. It's that expensive. That's how Apple does it. The um, they they hire the true nature of the villain. They they really undersell the whole thing about the Foster family and the the togetherness theme, right? And mm-hmm. finding your family. So it's all very cliche mm-hmm. platitudes, very cheesy, very sentimental. Um, but I gotta say for what it set out to do, I think it worked great. Hmm. Like in terms of, I, when, when I walked out of the theater, Drew, remember I was like, what is this rated? I had to pull up my phone. Yeah. You're like, is this PG? I, I thought the movie was straight up a PG movie. <laughs> like yeah. the, the, the demons, the seven deadly That's sins felt like. was the only thing that pushed me towards PG 13. Otherwise the action, the humor, the themes, I felt like this is a family yeah. movie. Like this is something for parents to take. Like Drew said, the kids, the seven year olds, the 13 year olds, and uh, they have a nice like uh, outing at the at the cool action movie together. Uh, it's like even they reference Man of Steel and and um, Dark Knight. They reference it's in the same world yeah. as Batman and Superman, obviously. But uh, like those movies feel so far removed oh, stylistically oh, from what Shazam yeah. is, and uh, in a good way, I feel because it is. A pretty well-made, decent comic book movie for then for kids and for families, and that's kind of at this point remarkably sort of underserved. Like I feel like when Marvel finally makes their Fantastic Four movies, those will be in the in the vein of this, right? A little more family-oriented togetherness. Fantastic Four does some crazy shit. Well, I mean, you can still fold them into the craziness, but their standalone movies could still be more like. Uh, about togetherness. That's what the Fantastic Four is all about. Four disparate people coming together to be family. Right? They're all fucked up. 
Well, actually, not really. One, two of them are already. Families. I know there already is. One, one of them marries into the family. That's what I'm. Well, one of them marries in. Two of them are related. One of them marries in. Yeah. So. Then they're all forced together. You know, with, no. the, with the radiation, space, <laughs> space, space radiation. I think you're really pulling, pulling for X Men. Right? Same thing, but they got to be. That's the darker version. X Men, the darker mm. version. Um, they totally hide the third act, the big reveal at the end. You know, with the, yeah. I was like, whoa, I didn't expect that one. It, it was a, general, a thing I generally didn't expect. I was like, oh, that's surprising. It's fine. I guess because I don't know. Is that even part of lore? Any of that part of the lore? I have no idea. I don't know much. Yes and no. I don't know much about the Captain Marvel Shazam lore. Yes, and, I mean so. I mean, I don't want to get too spoiler about the actual movie, but like the group. Yeah. Technically, they're all, in the comic books. They're all Shazam. Like they. They they travel in a group together, and then they all say Shazam at once, and then Captain Marvel shows up. The old Captain Marvel. The Shazam old Captain shows Marvel. Up. But it takes the OG power. OG Captain Marvel. But it takes the power, I think, of all seven of them, and their dog. There's also a dog in the comic books. Man, we need more superhero dogs. We need more super so, canines. So it takes the power of all of them to be we the one a, Shazam. Okay, we need, a, we need a Shazam dog. Shazam dog in a sequel. No. Shazam 2, we need a Shazam dog. No. And we need Crypto. To show up, dog's part of it. And we need a Superboy movie with Crypto. Yeah, you know Crypto. Yeah. Crypto the Super nope. Dog. You don't know Crypto. Crypto no. the Super Dog. He's all white. He wears a Sounds cape. Sounds all white. Yes. There's, there's, there's a white. movie. There's a movie too, isn't it? No. no. Then I might be thinking of something else. There was. There uh, were there, there were some cartoons. Yes, yes. That I used to rent no. uh, back in the day on VHS and uh, Superboy cartoons. And he um, had a dog, Crypto. Okay. okay. Crypto the Super Dog. And the dog would fly. Yeah. See, that sounds so familiar to me. You should, uh, I bet you get a look at him I up mean, online. The dog even did the Superman flying stance and everything. Yeah, he paws out. Paws, paws <laughs> out. That's so funny. Crypto is great. It's very strange. Uh, so we need more crypto. More, uh... More crypto. I like that idea. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a plane of crypto. Remember back in the day, we were like, what was that? You got that, got that crypto. Got that know? crypto, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Now nah, just, nah, just go to the store. Yep. <laughs> I'll take two of those and one of these. Uh, so Shazam's not bad. It's not bad. It's for okay. sure like a, f- a family like I kids said, it, it, superhero. It was movie. made well enough. It, it, it's, it's just, not. It's not made for Drew. It's not my cup of tea. It's not his deal. Uh, I enjoyed it for what it is. There were some things that were kind of surprising. Uh, like I said, Drew and I will get much more into details on that stuff in our spoiler bonus episode. So, okay. uh, but there you go. So that comes out what two weeks from now? I think mm-hmm. April fourteenth, something like that. Reiner, so it was a Fandango early access screening they did. Nice. They, they sent out Warner Brothers. We figured out before the show has a thirty percent stake in Fandango and Fandango, and they apparently like the movie and they know it's tracking kind of soft and they want to get the word out there that it it's better than the marketing leads okay. on. Okay, so. Um, because the marketing is not good, it's it's shit. It's marketing. really not. The but obviously because they're trying to hide a lot of stuff. Yeah. So they which can't. I get it. So it's a that's a tricky tightrope to walk, and the marketing yeah. team they fell right off that tightrope a long time ago. So having a thirty percent ownership of Fandango, they released they sent out emails, early access screenings to Fandango registered users. Uh, they were doing two shows uh, the Saturday two weeks before. The, uh, nice. the movie comes out, so we got we went and got tickets. We're like, screw it, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, how often do you use Fandango? For almost Quite everything. Often. No, really? Yeah, because I can do it from home. Uh, my PayPal hooked up to it. My Regal Rewards cards hooked mm-hmm. up to it. So he just looks it up and boom, boom, boom. I got two tickets. We're seeing it tomorrow. Yeah, sweet. I'll um, even uh, Captain Marvel. I bought those tickets back in January. Yeah, 
I'm still waiting for Avengers tickets to go on sale, so, so you can buy, buy those immediately. Immediately, immediately, like Thursday, 7 p.m. show. We're gonna <laughs> get it done, out of gonna, the way, away from the assholes. It is for sure like a get it out of the way yeah. sort of deal. <laughs> <laughs> get it fucking done. Just get it done before everyone else. Uh, Sorry, Jones, they're doing the whole theater buyout. Yeah, you guys know about that? No, nope. nah. uh, Andrew doesn't know. He doesn't give a shit about that kind nah. of stuff. But the Sorby Jones show, they're in Epic Theaters in Claremont. Epic Theaters are really nice. They uh, worked out a deal to like be able to do a, a auditorium buyout, like the Saturday of the opening weekend. Yeah, it's pretty good. Wow. Yeah, to get an opening weekend, obviously yeah. they're gonna be like this thing's gonna sell out because, and it's also maybe it holds fifty. It's probably mm. one of the smaller theaters, yeah. but still. Yeah, it's good for them. Good for good for us. Where we Jones crew, those guys are awesome. We love them. Um, us Shazam. We talked about that. Okay, what you watching? So like I said, Avengers: Infinity War. I've been watching that like piecemeal for the last couple of weeks, and I finally finished <laughs> because it's just it's the type of thing where it's like it's late at night. Yeah. It's too late to start a movie. I'm not really watching a show. Yeah. So let me just watch 20 minutes of Avengers and then go to bed. So I've been doing that for like. Two weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I finally, finally, I watched like the last twenty minutes of it. It's like some things I forgot about. Like I, I was like, oh yeah, uh, Anthony Mackie's dead. Yes, I, I, forgot, see, yes. I forgot who's dead and who's alive because I was, I was watching the snapping happen. Yeah. Was, yeah, I was like, oh, oh, okay, yes. Yeah, some people die pre-snap. So some people do die pre-snap. That is true. Uh, but then, like rewatching now, it's like, oh, but actually, this was a good idea. So now I know who's dead. Uh, maybe the movie will start with a previously in Avengers Infinity <laughs> of War. Of course, I kind of hope so. That'd be really funny, just like a TV show. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I was reminded by this moment that I was like, I, it didn't register, I guess, the first time. Where Have you seen Avengers? Do you watch all these movies? Mm-hmm. Steve? The when I haven't seen Infinity War. Okay, well, there's a moment towards the end, but you know about the snap and all that stuff, and everyone's like, half the people are dead and all that shit. You know about all that? Mm, what, what? Not really? Okay. Oh, wow. It's a, <laughs> wow. In a so, so blissfully. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, Steve, I'm jealous. <laughs> the, uh, there's a moment at the end where Thanos, he has all the stones. And yeah. So he has all his power. That's Infinity War. But yes, that's Infinity War, yeah. right? It's the end of the Infinity War. Apparently, Drew, they're calling... Kevin Feige said uh, this whole period of Marvel now from uh, Iron Man up until Endgame will be called da, 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 obviously you ready? Wait. <laughs> the Infinity Saga. Are you shocked? <laughs> Are you shocked? What a face. You made, a, you made Chris, a face of resignation. Chris, I called it how long ago? <laughs> he, he called it so I, long I heard ago, Guardians man. of the Galaxy, and I'm like, I know where we're going. He called, he said <laughs> Endgame. He said, this is Marvel's Endgame. And then they um, ended up calling it Avengers called Endgame. Endgame. It's so funny. The, um, he has the stones, and he's like, and then Thor is coming out, because Thor is like, vengeance, he killed Loki. Mm-hmm. So he throws, a, instead of Mjolnir, now he's got a new weapon. Super axe, a super axe, but that's built from the same material as Mjolnir. And arm. The, the same material as uh, the gauntlet. Yeah. You know, it's like whatever super nebulous star comic book bullshit. Yeah. He throws the axe at him. Throws the axe at Thanos. Thanos. A, a, he, a giant dwarf makes it for him. A giant dwarf played by Peter Dinklage. A the, giant dwarf. You yes. heard me. Yeah. Like okay. A, a giant dwarf. Like a thirty foot tall dwarf. Yeah. Because he was like a dwarf man. But <laughs> so Thanos, he, like she's blasted him with all his stones, with the might of yeah. all the stones. To stop the axe, and the axe just it powers right yeah. through his blast, and it hits Thanos right in the chest. So with that weapon, that's why I was like, "How come people think Thor can like beat Thanos, man?" It's because of that. I wasn't paying attention to that moment where like he did, yeah, almost kill him, yeah, because the Stormbreaker is apparently more powerful than the the Infinity Gauntlet, the powers of the stones. 
Which is, I don't know, it's weird. It's, well, it's not that they're more powerful. It's just Thanos isn't necessarily or I guess maybe unlocking neg- the full potential. Or maybe they're negating each other. Magic versus magic negates each other. I we know. saw something well, like I that. Well, I mean, you got to realize, I mean, it, like you said, made from the same stuff that it's the same holds stuff. the Infinity Gauntlet. So the Infinity Gauntlet itself can hold the power of the stones. That's I'm sure saying. it can maybe deflect there's an, the power. There's an energy signature you know. resignation. I don't know. Yes. Silly, silly ass fucking movies. Anyway, um, yeah, this movie will be out in like five weeks. Yeah, it's come on, come out already. Let's let's see who dies, who lives. I'm ready for this. So I'm, uh, I've been ready. I've been ready. I've been ready to move on and see what's next. Uh, so I watched that, and then I rewatched. Um, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Bringing out the dead. This is the one I like to rewatch once a decade. Oh, what? Uh, is this Monty Python? No. Yes, Monty Python's bringing out the dead. No. Yeah. Starring, starring Nicholas no, Cage. Nick Cage, Scorsese. Yes, Scorsese. Yeah, Nick, yeah. Nick Cage is all fucking strung out on drugs and driving around people downtown fucking at night in New York. Not just drugs. He has like just PTSD from yeah. his horrible job. But yeah, he's a ambulance driver for, for three or four days. Yeah. Um, getting partnered with different people. Vin Rames as a super preacher guy. Tom Sizemore as a maniac. And uh, John Goodman as just like a you know his partner. And it's uh, Paul Schrader wrote it, That's so crazy. so it has the same like taxi driver sort of feel, but yes. in an ambulance, uh-huh. and it starts great. And Nick Cage goes full Nick Cage. He goes full, yes, full on mega acting Nick Cage. Mark Anthony is, and he does some mega acting of his own actually. Um, actually, great cast, a lot of great lines. It's sort of like Peter's along towards the end, where it's sort of yeah. as the Cage gets a little tireder and hallucinates more mm. the movie sort of gets a little eh, but uh, overall I think it holds up really well it's a really fun okay. cool wild Scorsese movie that people because it's the 90s it's following Casino and Goodfellas it's sort of like his uh, people kind of forget about it yeah because you know? Casino is an amazing movie and that let people down after Goodfellas because Goodfellas is so damn good and then after that he did uh, Gangs of New York. When he did Gangs of New York, he built that set. You know, like New York City, the whole five point set. Mm-hmm. He built that out there somewhere in like I don't know Prague or some shit. Yeah, the whole set is still there. It may still be. Sometimes they strike the set. Sometimes they don't. Uh, especially the European ones, they don't strike them down, right? The, yeah, those Eastern European ones. They built a whole set. George Lucas, since they're all friends, he came out one day to visit him on a set of making this movie. This is back in like around 2001. So George Lucas is like making episode two at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's standing on the hill. He's looking at all this shit being built. He looks at Martin Scorsese. He's like, you know, you can do all this with computers now, right? <laughs> and Scorsese is like, yeah, son of a bitch. <laughs> I do it for real. He's like, but I'm doing it with computers now. Yeah, he is doing it with computers now. That, that bastard. And which one is retired? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, which one sold out to the mouse? First. I mean, we're all going to sell out eventually. Oh, guys, I forgot to tell you. I sold the show to Disney. <laughs> hey, so we're actually going to be making money now? Uh, no. Uh, their lawyers, they they explained it to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to pay them. Imminent domain somehow? Sort of. Like, they own everything, plus we got to pay them. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you have to move out of your house. No, I get it. Yeah. yeah. I'm I, sorry. I, I don't know. They, they, the way they told me it made sense. I got us passes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's some blackout dates, but I got yeah. us passes yeah. to one of the parks. Okay. Cool. Which is your least favorite park? Great idea. Which, which is your least favorite Epcot, park? Epcot, of course. That, that's the one I got passes <laughs> for. I got Epcot passes. Nobody likes Epcot. That's why they did the Food and Wine Fest there. And the Flower Festival. Mm-hmm. The uh, Flower and Vegetable Festival. What do they call it? I don't know. Drew, have you watched anything this week? Did you do anything? Uh, I watched uh, Love, Death, and Robots. The whole oh, thing. Yeah. And? It, it, fucking amazing, Chris. Sorry, I need to watch it. It is... 
It, you know about it, this thief? It reminds no, me. What is it called? Love, Death, Death and, and Robots. Robots. David, Finch, David Fincher curated an anthology uh, about uh, like a sci-fi animated anthology. Like think in the vein of the Animatrix. Mm. Or uh-huh. did you see? Do you guys see any of the? Uh, the Blade Runner animated stuff that they put out right before Blade Runner 2049. I didn't see the animated stuff, no. It fills in some gaps. I've only, only seen the two live-action shorts. Yeah. The Dave Bautista and Jerry Leto ones. Yeah, I no, see the, the animated it, ones. No, there are animated ones done Ooh. as well. I waited, very, I waited very, very for him good. to I'd mention uh, Heavy Metal. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's in that same vein, <laughs> yeah. very much. David Fincher has been trying to make straight-up yeah. heavy metal for like a decade, uh, an American version of it, uh, or as the French call Metal Herlon. And... Uh, this is like his version of like you know what fuck it if I can't it's, if I can't sure make heavy metal then I'll do this and it's because fun. it's for adults yeah oh it is hundred percent for adults there's animated nudity Ooh. drug use hey, violence hey. Uh, some of the animation styles it looks like they actually like live action recorded it and it's like the uh, Scanner Darkly type stuff okay. where it's like animated Ro- on top of rot- rotoscoping yeah exactly that's that kind cool. of stuff that's very cool um, but it's. It's fantastic, Chris. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it is up there frame with frame, some of the best animation that I've seen. So wow, yeah. love Death and Robots. Love Death and Robots. On highly ne- recommend. It's on Netflix. Highly yeah. recommend. It. Oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Yes, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Love Death and Robots. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Like I said, it's an it's an anthology series. So they range. There's like thirteen or sixteen of them. They range between like eight minutes and like seventeen. So okay. nice little quick stories. They're, they don't necessarily fit together at all, but you just know. thematically, maybe they fit together. Eh, yeah, I saw bits of. and pieces as my brother yeah. was watching. I was like walking in yeah. past him in the living room, and it always looked like, "Well, this looks really good." No, it is. It, it is really. good. I saw one with the like a train heist yep. sequence or whatever. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. The whole the whole the whole thing is a lot of fun. How long is the whole thing? Hour and a half, I think. About an hour and a half for all okay. all the things. Yeah, series. but like I said, it's broken up. So and you can select each episode. Oh, so, cool. So if you just want to, you can watch whichever ones you want in whatever order you want. Oh, true. I just, so, I just nice. do a play. I'll do a play. I'll watch well, no, that. Exactly. I need to watch that's that. That's what I'll do too. But, Triple Frontier. But, but that's yeah. really cool to have that option. Though. Yeah, that is, right. that so is cool how they break it up like that. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, uh, Animatrix it, was the same way when you pulled it up. Yeah. It gave you like the nine, or you exactly. could watch them all. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and, like, cool. and if you haven't seen the Blade Runner animated stuff, I highly recommend that. Chris. Finding it it's yeah. on YouTube. Okay. So just look, look up, up, yeah, just look up the Blade Runner animated stuff. There's like three or four of them. Okay, and they fills in some information and yeah. some stuff for in between the films. For those, uh, those tw- that twenty year gap, exactly. Uh, awesome. So cool. Anything else? So love Death and Robots. That's love Death and Robots. The that man. I'm trying to think. Oh, I started watching The Expanse. Oh, you started? No. Very cool. I'm two episodes in. Very cool. Yeah, yeah you got to give it. You got to give it a bit. You got to let them really lay the groundwork. Well, no, exactly. They're laying, right now, they're still laying a lot of groundwork. That's all the belters. Well, no, I just found out, I mean. Aqua. Um, no, I, I don't know what to think about. I mean, yeah. The water. Is exactly, the water. yeah. Cool, because it's, yeah, because Thomas Jane's walking around being all weird and his skinny. Character, his character's weird. <laughs> yeah, his character's it's weird. It's one of the things that I don't like about the the series already. I'm not the biggest fan of Thomas Jane. Yeah, so. yeah he's okay. And he's okay. And, um, You'll meet some other characters that you like. Amos, you meet Amos yet? Amos is understanding. I don't know. He's a guy who likes to solve all your problems with his fist. Is, is, uh, where's, uh, what, does anything happen to Space Jon Snow? Oh yeah, Space John Snow is central. He's so he he is Space John he's, Snow. He is Space John Snow. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, he's there's Space John Snow. He, yeah, he's yeah, totally follow. Space John Snow. Yeah. Follow, follow <laughs> Does he still have like a big fur coat? No, because that'd be, that'd be awesome. no, but 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 he he does his, ha- his fur uh, spacesuit. He, he does. Can he hear does, you freeze in space. He does have that magical razor that only shaves off two of the three days of stubble. He has permanent nice. 
five o'clock yeah, shadow. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know how anybody ever gets that. He has, but they he has, do. He has that model five o'clock shadow. Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, he's a good looking man. Or he is. Say he's a good looking man. He is a good looking man. Uh, I enjoy that show. The politics of it all, and the I'm a big fan of the the UN president. I think is her is the character. She's uh, the lady, the ball busting Indian lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, Christina Christian. Uh, she's got some crazy money. She's a ball buster. She's awesome. So yeah, it's a fun show. And then later when you meet like some of the Martian soldiers and stuff, they're pretty interesting. And the suits and the things mm. and. Uh, it's a cool, cool show that I don't think there's a fourth season coming, which is a bit of a bummer. But that means that there's only three seasons to watch. That's yeah. fine. I'm okay with that. Get through pretty quickly. All right, so we'll start watching Expanse. Cool. Steve, you watch anything? Um, yeah, actually, okay, I have one that's a little bit off, but then I want to talk about a trailer. Okay. Um, and when I say a little bit off, okay, and I posted this online, so you may have already seen it, mm-hmm. uh, but um, it's the, uh, you guys remember the um, that bit on uh, Sesame Street? The, that they had the little uh, the little uh, animation with pinball. One, two, three, four, five, six, six seven, seven, eight, nine, nine ten, eleven, twelve. twelve. Yeah, they made. If you go to uh, if you go to sesamestreet.org, um, I don't remember exactly how to navigate to it because I found a link that took no. me straight to it. Mm-hmm. But they made the pinball machine. Oh, nice! <laughs> really? It's That's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. So like I I, I played it. Uh, quite a bit um and then uh but yeah i did see you that you posted that you were playing the game so that's what you were playing yeah that's awesome it rules that's awesome okay yeah um and then so weird how that's stuck in my brain too that melody and oh god that's how i learned how to count to 12 and also conversely i don't know how to count password <laughs> well, do you know what comes after twelve? Well, thirteen. Thirteen. I, well, I have to Google it every time. Yeah. What comes after thirteen? Fourteen, and then I go. What comes after fourteen? Even as a kid, too, I, I felt that it was kind of weird to teach. Like you know, you'd you'd think like one through ten or something. Like I twelve guess, is a weird. Uh, I guess because then you start with the teen, thirteen, fourteen, yeah, eleven, twelve. Or there's or also time. Weird. Um, you know, because it goes to twelve o'clock and then it starts over. But it's also what you're talking about. It's that uh, your measures are in four: one, two, three, four; one, two, three, four; one, two, three, four. One, two, yeah, three, four, I was gonna five, say yeah. They, I mean, definitely for the song, but I'd like to think that it wasn't just for the benefit of the song. Oh, it definitely was. Yeah, probably eleven, twelve. Um, All right. And then the other one was uh, a trailer that I saw that like I had like this weird emotional response to. Uh, which is uh, the song called, or the song, the is a movie called Yesterday. Yes, Drew. This is the one I told you about the Danny Boyle movie where oh. the uh, guy, like, he hits his head or something, or he, uh, like, there's an entire blackout in the like in the world, like everything blacks out for like all the lights go out. Okay. And um, he gets hit by a car. Yeah, he gets hit. So he gets yeah. hit. He always gets hit by something. Yeah. But and I mean. And then he wakes up. Yeah. And then he wakes up and like uh, nobody knows who the Beatles are. Like they didn't. Except, except they, the, they never became a thing. He's the only one who has any knowledge of oh, Beatles music. And, and then let me guess. He takes that information and starts his own he's band. Like, he's like, hey guys, I have an original song. And here's Lucy in the Sky. <laughs> and he's like, it's amazing. This guy's incredible. Mm. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh, so but it, the, it looks like less of a. Com- it doesn't look like a comedy though, which I would think anybody writing like had the idea for this type of movie like would a, have made it a comedy. A of comedy. No, it looks more like a uh, love story, like a big grandiose, like inspirational. But it's Danny Boyle. He he likes he likes the weird stuff. He likes you know some dog millionaire yeah. type of movies. And, well, it, uh, it, it hints at the end of the trailer though that like two other people are claiming that they made the music. So, like, I guess, like, there would be more than one person. So, more than one person has I knowledge of the, uh, the slider knowledge. I didn't like that they put that in the trailer. 
Because it, it totally spoilery. it totally changes the mood of the rest of the trailer. Yeah. You know, like it was, I, I don't know, it was kind of inspiring to watch the trailer. Like it felt, you know. Then at the end, they throw it at all. They throw, yeah. And it seems. Here are these other assholes. Here's, like an afterthought. Well, I guess they're letting you know maybe there's going to be more drama too, though, for you. But I mean, they could have done a better job of that and sprinkled it in. Sure. And Instead of just popping it at the end. Yeah. Yeah, fair. It's fair. Mean, they could have just not told you at all and had you watch the movie not that's knowing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I was, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that what I, that's what I would have done. But then that's where, that's the tightrope that we were talking about that the Shazam people filled with where they were afraid to tell us that it's a nice little family foster movie about, uh, you know, togetherness and uh, uh, finding a home. Finding a home and uh, scary looking demons. Oh, that sound means it's time to take a break. So, uh, so yeah, yesterday was a weird looking, weird looking trailer. That's for sure. But it's Danny Boyle. He makes weird looking movies. Um, okay, let's take a break here, guys. Uh, and then we're gonna come back with the second half of the show. I have a couple of stories here, and then uh, I think I have something else. Oh, I have, an, right. I have an email to send you. You think you have something? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have an, e- I have, okay. I have an email. He, he thinks. He thinks. He thinks a lot of things. Yeah. I think the show's going. I think the show's going okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, hey, Steve. He thinks. He thinks, yeah. You know what? I think it's recording, too. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Let me stop this and save just in case. Okay. For the wizard's beard. Mm-hmm. Not a problem, dude. The wizard pubes. The smoked wizard pubes. Mesquite smoked wizard pubage. Yeah, man. Gets the job done. Did you remember the song from Sesame Street, Drew? Nope. Oh, oh man. You gotta see that video. It's great. No, I do not. How about the uh, one of these things doesn't belong? It's one a, of these? Th- yeah. yeah. It's well, not like oh, the other? Only because I, we used to sing that song in... Uh, oh, yeah. That became like, like a... Yeah. As like... Racist comments and terms in like the kitchen, ah. you know, when, when like when like I'm sitting there on a line full of Mexicans, mm-hmm. I'll look at my chef and be like, "One of these things mm-hmm. is not like mm-hmm. the others. One of these things just doesn't belong." <laughs> and is that thing you? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you don't belong sometimes. So what are you doing there? Get out of there making them tacos. I'm not like the others, dude. You're not like you're not like the others. Mm. Get it, Chris. Get it. I'm having a drink, Drew. What, what are you drinking? Sticker on a table. Sticker on a table. Steve's on, Steve's on his phone, and we're all recording a podcast yeah. all simultaneously. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up. I'm all looking the up. Same time. I'm looking up the song. The, oh, the the yeah, 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 Sesame Street Pinball. 
It says Mean Street Pinball Song. Oh, I, I, you could have told me to do that. I have a tablet right here. I'm not just saying, and yours is like, plugged in, and you can listen to it right we now. We could have been done. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so, so uh, what are we doing this? <laughs> people sign up for our Patreon, uh, pay us monies for more great stuff like this. Also, you can follow Drew online at Drewster Cogburn on Twitter and send him all your dick pics. Whatever you want to do that. To, I don't give a shit what you do that to do account. To Instagram at antihero419. <laughs> Please do not do that. All the dick pics. The veiny ones, the flaccid ones. Do not slide. Can you have... The white oh, ones, you black ones, brown DMs. ones. The ones with the, the tips that are bright pink. No DM sliding. Hooded, not hooded. You can do like... Like uh, crinkled, crinkled. light nudity on Instagram, right? But you couldn't do like a, you couldn't like put up like a hardcore. I don't porn think you image. can put up genitalia. Yeah, I don't think you or can, nipples. Yeah, I don't think you can put up Jenny's or nipples. Uh, unless you can see the nipples through a shirt, that's fine. yeah, that's fine. Pokies are cool, but you Which can't I show find act, hilarious. You can't, yeah, you can't show actual areola. Yeah, you can't show actual areola. Definitely can't show no uh, lips or flaps or folds or yep. uh, or okay. rods or rods or rods. Okay, or what bulls bull bulls. You can't. Uh, yeah, cause see, I, I, so you, you have to send them in the DMs. I gotta so start slide uh, into Drew's DMs. Don't. Antihero four one nine. Yes, yeah. I gotta start using it more. Please, uh, Instagram because, uh, like, uh, did you see my post about the uh, the thing where like I'm I'm I might leave Facebook. Uh, yeah, but Instagram's so, still but Instagram's Facebook. Facebook. I know. So you gotta get off so Instagram. Not, too. So you're not leaving Facebook. I know, but see, here's the thing. You gotta get off of it. All of it. If they if they go through with that crazy program. I mean, there is no thing, Steve. You're not getting off Facebook. I've been no no, <laughs> no no no. I know, but what I'm getting at is that um. Got on Snapchat. I, I just hate Facebook so much that like I've been kind of looking for an excuse. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Me too. That's what I'm trying to get an intern for. A social media intern. So I'm Who needs an excuse? Just anymore. do it. Because what's, he, the, what's the worst thing that's going to happen, Steve? The worst thing that's going to happen is that he's not going to have a place to promote the new tidbits, new state of the beer union, yeah. new what's the fuss. Yeah, see, so we like... deal with new media. How do we promote new media while we're not in the new media promotion channel? You can't. I would, I, would, I would literally just go on there. That's why we My profile would still be up. Yeah, of course. Unfortunately. Yeah, but, yeah, it has to be up. You know, yeah, but uh, but I would just be, like, uh, posting from, like, the groups and stuff like that. Just post uh, this stuff is out and then get off it. Stop scrolling. That's what I'm trying to do. I was about to, to say. Yeah, yeah, just, so, yeah. Just don't yeah. use it. It's I mean, garbage. That's like, trash. I mean, am I on Facebook? Yes. But are do you I, on it, though? No. Ah. <laughs> ah. Not really. Ah. The only th- I mean, if you look at my timeline for, like, the last two years, all you have is things that he's p- tagged me in. Yeah. That's really about it. And if you look at my timeline, it's only stuff that Boris has tagged me in. So it's all like a weird circle. Yeah. Yep. Um, Boris is going to be on the show next week. That's going to be a lot of fun. Cool. The return of Boris. Uh, people loved him when he was on the... Man, it was already like last summer. Dude, he's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> I got some. Don't Bonkers. don't come with an agenda. Just come to relax and hang out. He's oh, like, that's not how it works. He's like, no, I have a book with all these like pages earmarked, ready to go. Like, all right, Boris. Yep, let's do it, buddy. And I've got three guests we, behind me. They're going to be coming in one at a time. Yeah, we love you, man. You're, you're the man. Here we go. You are you are fantastic. Um, yeah, he's going to be honest. It's going to be good times. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Dick picks Drew right into your phone. Uh, see, where can people find you? Where can people send you dick pics? Uh, you can send me dick pics at steve.etchy at gmail.com. Oh, straight up, he just wants, he wants some of the email. email. He wants no. his inbox for the dick pics. Everybody. Yeah, that, I mean, that way, you know, nothing gets uh, blocked. I really want those dick pics. Yeah, you know, they do have those sensitivity filters. Yeah, see, like, I don't, I'm, I don't I'm want an that adult. To, Let me see what I want to see. Yeah, I don't want that to uh, not go through. Alright, so mm-hmm. the so you, you have a preference? Especially... What, Bulgers, Vayners? Uh, uh, do you have a preference in color? Really just good lighting. Huh. You know, okay. you know, you, you, you <laughs> take, your, take you want, your time, make it right. You want like a real, like a maple thorpe. Uh, uh, yeah, you, yeah. What you so you don't want just like, like a glistening. Some, well, lit. You, you don't want just some like d- some dude in the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. 
Because let me tell you, awful lighting in bathrooms. Yeah, terrible lighting. The fluorescent lighting? Not, no, it makes things not look good. weird. It does make it easy to color correct, though, so you can make it anything you want. Because of the fluorescence? Oh, uh, yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, because it's like daylight. Uh, well, if you want Steve to color correct your, your dick <laughs> yeah. pics, then... then Send it to case. me. I'll, I might even put mean, it in Photoshop and add veins. I was about there to say, go. dude, that could be like... Your, Tell me, you want a vein here? Do you want a vein here? Like, oh, I've always dude, wanted you a veiny dick, bro. You, dude, could, you, you could start a fiber site or something where like, you touch up people's nudies for, yeah. for them. Yeah, in, in, yeah, yeah. Do you, do your dick pics need touching up? Are you not getting what you need to get on a grinder? Then mm-hmm. send your dick pics to Steve. Steve. Dot at gmail.com no, instructions on how do you want it bigger, veinier, longer, skinnier. I will. You know what though? I will. Uh, I will have a specialty where you can send me your flaccid penis. Okay, and, and you'll make it and hard. I'll make it veiny. Whoa, a, f- a, a, a veiny, veiny flaccid. <laughs> that does not sound good. <laughs> no, that no, <laughs> that sounds like you have some sort of thrombosis. Strange, yeah, some yeah. strange medical condition that you should probably get checked out by a doctor. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> like a not, really strong baby arm. That's not good. That's no. just relaxing. That's, that's not healthy. Like what? No, <laughs> no not cold. Just like a stint in there. That can't, that can't be good. Damn. Um, okay, so that's where we can send dick pics to Steve. And then, yes. oh, I, just lost my I think, pen. You ha- I think can, you're having circulation can, problems. Can you grab my pen? <laughs> can you grab my pen? Uh, you want to grab your what? My, my pen is right by your foot. My pen 15? There's a show called Pen 15. I saw that. Is there? Yeah. That's funny. I used to draw that on kids' hands in oh, school. Yeah. You should draw the, the pen? The pen 15. Pen 15. Do you want to be part of the pen 15 club? Cool. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me your oh, hand. Yeah. Pen 15. Your hands is penis. Your hands is penis. Now you stupid idiot. Now you're a dummy. Go home to your mom. The uh, that's what the Drew used to do. Yep. <laughs> I was awful. Uh, you can send me your uh, dick pics. I guess on Twitter at I am Chris Crespo. I don't know. He'll forward them to me. Uh, I'll forward you. Uh, yeah, with the other instructions, the yeah, Alpha Drew yeah. and Steve. Well, in fact, in fact, just to, just to, just to, just to, you know well, speed up the of, process. If you send it to him, just CC me in it. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, that'd be helpful. That'd be very what helpful. part of I do not want dick pics? Do you not understand? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, and, and, well, and then when I Photoshop the I this was the veiny flaccid <laughs> ones, then I'm, I'm going to send them to Drew. Yeah. <laughs> well, he gets the final check. He's the graphic design guy. Yeah. He does the final check. Yeah. And, and then he'll will. What do you want? Do you want like in a circle with I don't like want them at the all. starburst background? No, I'm saying the li- what is the dick? <laughs> He'll send me notes back. Like, yeah, what, what, is the what dick resolution is this? The the veins are a little uh, little, a little pixelated. Yeah, so Steve, Steve will work on the actual I need, I need dick at itself. Least, I need at least 300 DPI. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you want to print them be, out? It's got to be print quality. Yeah, exactly. You got to so. print them out. So <laughs> Steve will work on the print quality. Steve will work on the dick itself, and they'll pass on the Drew, and then Drew, you do like what? What do you want to see over it? Like Pussy Slayer, and then you'll with the fonts that. The, you'll give them font options, you know, and then I go, right, here you go. Here's I your, can, I can here's just your custom made some, dick pic. I, the I, I, I can just imagine some dude sending that, sending that to a girl, just yeah. a, a, a photoshopped picture it, it of over, their dick. And overly lit. That, <laughs> over, overly lit, veiny as fuck, with, in some weird heavy metal language. Pussy Slayer, Slayer. Oh, and, oh, or yeah. a flaccid this one. It's a great service that we're that says Pussy Comforter. Yeah, Pussy Comforter. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, we'll, we'll have options. That dude, <laughs> that dude definitely has a tramp stamp. Yes. <laughs> Just saying. A tramp stamp that guy over his yeah. thought slot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris. I, I could, oh, Chris. I could. You know, I could continue uh, my, my my pinball theme with uh, with with, with yeah. a tramp stamp that has a quarter slot. Yes, you that could. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. that'd you be could. so funny. That would. And be. then you make your your dick and balls the uh, the arm. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah. plunger. Yeah, the plunger. There you go. You tattoo your dick to look like a plunger. 
Yeah, and, and like on my back, it'd just be like one, two, three, four, five, five six, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and, he, and then the trick is to try to jizz on the numbers in order. I was order. about to say. So, does that mean when someone's fucking you in the ass, they're actually playing a game of pinball? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. You're you're you're, 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 you're nudging. But don't do it hard because you, you'll get a tilt. It'll say tilt inside my cheeks. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so you do it's already see tilt. Like, oh, we got to start over. We got to start over. If you see the tattoo, you, the you have to stop. Yeah, if you see oh, the tattoo, you have to stop. Oh, man. Wow. He, he can have little buttons right there on the sides. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can, yeah, little flippers <laughs> right there you know, on the kidneys. That's not a bad idea in general. I kind of like the idea of that. Yeah, and then you, you're hitting the flippers, so then you just get a lot of like... <laughs> exactly. What are you doing? There's stop, a lot of that going stop on. Stop slapping my flanks. <laughs> that's, that's my most I'm, sensitive. Shut up! I'm playing pinball here. I got a high score. Like those fat flanks are my most sensitive part. And it hurts them. too. Yeah, yeah, it hurts. Yeah, don't slap that. That's why I actually I'm, wouldn't get I'm, one. There. I'm soft and weak. Because people would slap it. <laughs> yeah, oh. would. yeah, of course. <laughs> They're going to be playing pinball. I'm soft and weak, and that would hurt. Don't do that. Don't, please don't slap my flanks as you butt fuck me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the moral of the story. Maybe, maybe I'll put it on either side of my neck. That's why this is fiat entertainment, because this is all a bunch of bullshit. And, wow. And people get the entertainment out of this it, they right. want to get out of the entertainment. This went way off the rails. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a movie show. We just spent the last five minutes talking about tattoos and jizz. And like <laughs> hey, Chris, we did it with the first We did it. We're first, talking about, about butt fucking. Yes, we did it. We finally we did, did it. We talked about it's jizz and butt fucking. Because no other done. podcast nope. is willing, <laughs> no. willing. No, no one no, goes. Talk go about there. dicks. No other podcast will talk about their dicks. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> Everyone take a break. And now everybody's right. looking at, yeah. They're all relaxed. They're all right. <laughs> I want to show you, real quick, I want to show you this porn. And there we go. Um, here's a story, Drew, that I want to do on our bonus episode. Because, see what we do now with most of our movie news? Yes. I'll collect like 15 to 20 stories and Drew and I will fly through them over 30, 45 minutes, try to fly through them. We get hung up on a story here and there. And uh, I forgot one. I, I skipped one. I, I left it out, Drew Sikagor. Okay, you skipped it. And this is a good one. The skippies. By okay. accident. It's a good one because I'm really, really interested, obviously, since we also live Does here Does that have something town. to do with Dune? No. No Dune update. Great guess, Drew. <laughs> Dune updates I'm on top of. Terminator 6 updates I'm on top of. I'm also on top of Star Wars Galaxy Edge updates. You know what you're not on top of? Sending me emails. Thank you, Drew. I appreciate it, sir. <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> For being a good producer. I uh, oh, I've been, I've been emailing Ron. You've been emailing Ron? Yeah, we've been going back and forth a bit. Really? Yeah. Oh, how's Ron? He's doing good, right? Yeah, he's doing good. I love Ron. He's the best. <laughs> Ron, you're the best, buddy. Uh... Here we go, Drew. I sent you an email. Okay, so we can, we'll read this after I go through these couple of quick stories. Um, so Galaxy's Edge opened up over here at um, uh, MGM Studios. Waiting they line. Hollywood Studios. Waiting line's already, what, two decades long? I don't know how they're going to do it. I think they're going to limit the amount of people they actually let in so that the lines aren't insane. So, yes, it's going to be like, how do you even get into the park, Drew? It's going to take a while for us to get in. Wow. But once we get in, here's what you do. You download an app. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my okay. dad already can't get in. Okay, I was about to say so. So no old or poor people allowed immediately. You know, they do call it a quote vital tool, right? Like so, I said, no old or poor people allowed. So here's the thing: um, it's the Disney, it's the Play Disney Parks app. It's an app they already have that exists. If you go to Disney, you can already get this app. This app 
Uh, it's like it has games that you can use while standing in line and trivia and probably like a map and all this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's you know, however you can use this. App. I always, yeah, I always download the uh, the map one. There you go. Uh, so you get this Play Disney Parks app. You go to Star Wars Land. When you get to Star Wars Land, you can actually hit a setting mm. to switch over to Galaxy's Edge because when you walk into the Galaxy's Edge section, mm. the theme of it is that you're on a a planet. Mm-hmm. A planet called... And while you're working for, like, the Rebellion or something. Yeah, there's all sorts of storylines yeah, that you can do. Now, uh, they have whatever foreign language they have in the Star Wars world that they came up with. No. Uh, much of the signage in that section of the park will mm. be in that language. So you have to have the app so you can fucking translate. Oh, god damn it. You gotta translate using the app. Uh, hold it up to the yeah. sign. It'll tell you what it actually says. So here you go. Here's what the app will be able to do when you switch it over to the Star Wars thing. Okay. Translate galactic languages both written and spoken. So yeah. also you'll come up on like um, I'm, droids I'm, and stuff. I was about to say because I know in the Harry Potter like they've got basically autonomous shops yes where you're buying from a robot yes I guarantee you they're, they're gonna they have the same Disney. thing with the Disney stuff and they're gonna be speaking to you some weird ass language and if you don't understand yeah, yeah. You, you may overpay for your no exactly do yeah, they yeah. have a cantina no because it's not it's not Tatooine yeah. but they may have a cantina like yeah place for sure they will for sure because yeah. it's huge yeah someone put out a map on Twitter I saw of this is to give you an idea of what Galaxy's Edge will be like in um, Disneyland out in mm-hmm. California. It's like, here's what would fit inside Galaxy's Edge. And it's like both Harry Potter parks yeah. and uh, like a third section that they have over there in Dis- or the Simpsons section maybe. Like three of their sections would fit inside. Wow. Simpsons is universal. But three of their sections would fit inside how big Galaxy's Edge is. Over here it's going to be even bigger. Yeah. Um, the app will allow you to discover precious cargo and digital goods as you scan objects all around the spaceport including items hidden inside crates and containers. Uh, you can tune into communications. It's like that cash thing. It's a what? It's like that cash thing. Like what, a, what, what, do you mean? what do you call it? Where you wear, uh, it's a game people were playing online like years ago where like uh, you would have a cache of things like mm-hmm. in a box or like in a, something or whatever. You know, mm. you know what I'm talking about? Yes. What, that geotagging G- bullshit? Yeah, geotagging. Geo- thank you. Yeah, geocaching. Or geocaching, same yes. thing, yeah, same thing, yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it just re- kind of reminded me of that. Only at a theme park, that sounds fun. At a theme park, exactly. So you can find things uh, hidden around. Yeah, the you're park. doing like Digital. puzzles and stuff. I like that. Uh, you can tune into communications sent by the planet's many residents to uncover stories and secrets throughout the land. Unscramble transmissions being sent from far, far away, and then you can use the app to hack into the land's devices, control panels, and droids. It sounded like you said Deland. You can, you can use it to hack into Deland's droids. Because Deland, Deland as we all know, Deland is not controlled by droids. The yes. droid army came and took it over. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But now we can use a Disney app. Mm-hmm. So fight back. We finally have an opportunity. Thanks, Disney. Who would have thought Disney? We can do it. We can. <laughs> we can beat them. Okay. Uh, yeah. It sounds like fun. I like I like them taking the extra, obviously, the extra mile to do this whole interactive journey. Because I mean, if they're going to charge all this money, how's back? I mean, at that mm-hmm. point in time, this this isn't going to be like a weekend type thing. This is going to be like you go to Star Wars Land for like a week, five be- days, because you got to fuck around with all this bullshit. You got to you got to so go for like five separate days. park. 
No, it's a section of Hollywood Studios. Yeah. It's okay. within Hollywood Studios. Hollywood but, Studios is small as hell. But I think it's like they took over a big section of it and then built it out more. I think it's still pretty big. I mean, I know, they, like, I know they I have mean, the property. The, the, yeah. yeah. the one over here is going to be fucking massive. Yeah, so it's over, and it's also it opens like two months later, and it's also attached to a hotel. Yeah. And if you go through the hotel, if you book a stay at the hotel, uh-huh. then you get into Galaxy's Edge. You're guaranteed entrance, but you have to book a minimum of like five nights. Yeah. And it's crazy. Yeah, and it's like three, four hundred bucks a night. And then the first two days you're in the resort, the hotel, you're mm-hmm. you can't go into the park. You all the shit you gotta do is in the hotel. Steve, you send them your clothing sizes. Uh-huh. When, when, when you get there, they take your clothes and you get costume to wear while you're there. That's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like you're live they want you to be interactive. You're living in this, Star Wars. In yeah. Star Wars. When you're inside Galaxy's Edge, when you look around, there will be no merchandise that says Star Wars or Galaxy's Edge. No. Uh, you all get that, that on stuff that's all available in the, the other gift shops, yes. No. But inside Star Wars, the idea is to make it feel like you're immersed in that world. So like, yeah, you can get stuff and you know, probably like clothing options, like fun goggles, I guarantee you probably but you, you can buy get lightsabers. Tons of merchandise you can yeah. buy. You can buy it. There's a lightsaber but building be, shop. But all that stuff's going to be used while you're right. already in there. It's yes. like taking the Harry Potter wand to the next fucking level. 100%. It's just like that Harry Potter yeah. wand where you buy the wand and you walk around the universal sections mm-hmm. and you, you wave at certain things and things happen. Yeah. You can now go to the droid. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's what they were doing at Harry Potter for a few years now. Yeah. Very smart of that. Those wands are like 50 bucks. Yeah. The um, And then the robe's like 100 and then you see a family of four walking with those ropes. And you're like, just oh, like a so thousand dollars gone. So much money. <laughs> There's a thousand dollars. Um, the yeah, they all have wands. Yeah. They're all drinking butter yeah. beer. Yeah. Um, so with Star Wars, uh, they have droid building shops. You go there, you build a droid, and then the droid comes around with you in the park, and it interacts with other droids and with like things within the park. Um, there's a lightsaber building shop that you can book time to to build your own lightsaber, like the handle and all that oh stuff. My God. And um, the whole idea. So there is merchandise that you can no. buy, but it's like nothing will be like plastic. No, or, exactly. And it's not going to. It's say, all going to be like cloth, it, yeah. and, and like, it's not going to say Star Wars. And this shit's going to cost yeah. a lot of money. Like, like if you buy a stuffed toy, it's going to be like some burlap sack yeah. stitched together. Or like, you know, oh, that's bad. I think it's really cool, and I can't wait to visit the park. In the year twenty thirty five, I was about to when say, I'm a, so I'm what, like a forty seven year old man, Chris, probably still familyless. Chris, our fiftieth <laughs> birthday party. Mm. There we go. We can finally get him yep. when uh, Marvel Land opens up and then takes over all the attention. We can finally exactly. go to Star Wars. Land. Yep. Um. So there you go, Steve. Okay, that's fun, right? Something yeah. Fun. Do you get to keep the clothes? Yeah. You better. The funny you're paying for that fucking price. Hell yeah. You better keep those things. Well, I mean, where else are you gonna wear them? I guess Halloween party. Yeah, you're, you're the star at a Halloween party when you I, show well, up in your Star Wars clothes. You, you know, some like obsessed, truly obsessed well, Star Wars people, fans are going to wear them around the house. And yeah, yeah. That's true too. and to school, and to this, and to that, yeah. and they'll probably end up selling them on eBay when they're done with them. The designs online of the employees' clothing—it's all great looking. It's all yeah. great, very Star Wars. All looks like Rogue One. Uh, you know, yeah. it looks really good. What the employees are going to wear. So, okay. if I was working at Disney, I'd be like, man, I want to work at Star Wars Land so bad. So bad, I don't want to work over there. Um, you guys uh, ever watch that Toxic Avenger movie from uh, the 80s? Yeah. 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 Fan of it? Trauma? Trauma yes. films? Not a fan, but you've seen it, though. I've seen it, and I know why it's necessary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we're, we're getting a Toxie reboot. Oh, wow. And it's uh, going to be done by Macon Blair. Macon Blair is the um, lead actor from the movie Blue Ruin, Drew. Okay. And he also... Uh, Steve, you may like this movie. He wrote and directed 
a film called I Don't Feel... What's it called? I Don't, I don't, feel, I don't feel Alone in this, in this World anymore. At Home in This World. At Home in This Morning, yeah. Did you see it? Yep, did I did. Did you like it? I did. Same guy. That guy is doing the Toxic Avenger movie. Okay, he's weird. <laughs> I like yeah, it. Yeah, he is. It's a weird movie. It is a weird-ass movie. And then at the end, it got bloody as fuck when the, the sawed-off shotgun blows the dude's hand off. Yeah, Which is going to work out very well because, you know, this motherfucker already did Blue Ruin. Yeah, and Blue Ruin is an intense movie. fucking violent. I think he... Because he's friends with Jeremy Saunier, so he probably helped co-write Blue Ruin. Uh, and But he still had to audition for Green Room, mm. and they gave him the role in Green Room. Um... Have you seen you've seen Green Room? Yeah. Have you seen Blue Ruin? No. Blue Ruin is I expected you to say room. Room. <laughs> I know, right? Blue Ruin. Have you seen Blue Room? <laughs> Blue Room. Have you seen Yellow Room? <laughs> Have you seen Red Room? Blue Ruin is the from the same guy who did Green Room. Okay. It's a movie he did before it. And it's a tight little revenge movie about a guy. It's who, so funny. The, the, mo- the He goes after revenge early on. The movie I thought was going to be the story what I thought was going to be the entire movie mm. was like the first 15 minutes yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then it just deals with the aftermath which is even crazier yeah it keeps going and going like oh my god this is it's really really good it's yeah, available it now on Netflix or Amazon Prime it's out there it's it's available to on, watch see. Blue Ruin is for sure available to watch I'll, I'll tell you right now so he's the lead actor in that he has a part as Patrick Stewart, uh, like right hand man. Remember in Green Room, Patrick Stewart gets mad at one guy and slams his head against the wall. Yeah, that guy. Okay, that guy is making Blair. He wrote and directed. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. And now he's doing the Toxic Avenger reboot. Oh, that's it's, cool. It's streaming on Netflix right now. It's on Netflix right now. Blue Ruin. Highly Dude, recommend that movie. Crazy. It's so. It's so good. Bonkers. It's so good. It's like one of these handful of movies that came out in the last few years. Like these small little tight. Uh, movies about people who do bad things yeah. and like the immediate consequences of those bad things. It's like this. I think of Good Time yeah. when I think of oh, that. Oh, yeah. Good right? Time is just like, whoa. Yeah, like if you go watch Blue <laughs> Ruin and Good Time back to back, it's like that's a hell of a three hour, uh, three and a half hour double feature. Uh, okay, you guys, uh, Drew, you're a fan of Deadwood, right? Mm-hmm. Deadwood, Steve? Uh, nope, I've never seen it. Never saw it? No. I watched you like it Westerns? Oh, God, the fuck? Uh, not generally. Not generally, okay. But you don't watch Westerns, though. Not for the most part, but I, I was living with you, so I watched a lot of Deadwood. Were we living together all the way back? Yeah. Dude, we live... Yeah. The Long history, time, Chris. The history is... Yeah. It's palpable. It is. I've been really I've been really uncomfortable with the breakup. We <laughs> <laughs> haven't broken up. We just got separate bedrooms. We just got separate oh. houses. Oh, that's the beginning. <laughs> We're just right? sleeping in separate beds. That's all. My uh, back can't take it anymore, man. <laughs> separate house. He, he, likes, he no. likes firm. You like his open. Yes. Te- technically, I moved out. Can't afford so. a sleep number. <laughs> I've got my yeah, own separate spot. bedroom. It's, it's still clean. We have bedrooms. Move to a yeah. different bedroom. Whole separate condo. Whole separate. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need some space. That's fine, though. We're good. Yeah. Similar to Blue Ruin, Chris. It's, According to Just Watch, The Guest, Green Room, Enemy, Slow West, Lock, The Raid, Take Shelter. Yeah. There's a lot of... Yeah, uh, a bunch of those are my favorite movies. Cop Car. Cop Car's good. Yeah. Cop Car's really good. It is. Cop I haven't Car, seen any of those. You haven't seen any of them. Oh, I Cop used to see them all. Take Shelter is fucking great. Take Shelter Dude. is now available on Hulu. The end of Take Shelter. You got Hulu? Yep. The, the final scene of Take Shelter is probably the best part. It builds up to a great... Yeah, I mean, it, it pays off. It has a great, like, great Amigos. Shutter. It's on Shutter right now. It's on Shutter. I yeah. thought it was on something else. Nope. Um, Michael like, Michael Shannon and Jessica Chastain are in Take Shelter. Fantastic little movie. Michael so Shannon good. might be crazy. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> might be. So Deadwood, uh, Deadwood movie. 
Yeah. I can't believe they did it. I can't believe they, can I? Yeah, I can't believe they did it. But not only did they do it, it's got a premiere date. Uh, May 31st, the the Deadwood movie plays on HBO. So is it going to be what we everything was building up to finally? It's uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Before I just kind of snip, we're done. Because, it, yeah, yes. It because... was build, 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 build. Next season's going to be great. Oh, there is no next season. Yeah, because Steve, let me tell you what happened. So okay. Deadwood, they have three seasons of it on HBO. I highly recommend people checking it out. It's, it's a good. Great Western, down, dirty, gross. It's... If this show came out now, it would be a huge hit. Oh, yeah. would, if it was an AMC show... Oh, they'd be flipping out for people it. People would flip they, out for they it. They almost tried it. It's like Hell on... This is... Hell on Wheels was like Deadwood Light. Yeah. I like, did like a Justified. Justified's a fun show. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, know it's it, not... It, it's it, not, it, it does feel a, like... It has a... Yeah, it has a Western feel to it. Uh, because you know. it's like a Texas guy. It's like a Marshall. Yeah, yeah Justified. Well, mm. okay. Timothy Oliphant, who yeah. is the lead in Justified. Love him. He's yeah. in Deadwood. Mm-hmm. He yeah. plays uh, Seth Bullock, yep. who is a retired Sh- sheriff, who goes to Deadwood to open a, a construction store, and then he gets sucked, sucked back in into the, 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 the sheriff's life. And um, it's uh, it's like a dirty show, a lot of mud, uh, very like intense. And then the dialogue, the way people speak, you may want to have the, the subtitles turned yeah. on, because they talk fast with a lot of words. And it's a uh, very like, heavily accented, very heavily the way the way that it's oh God. I just yeah. love the style of the movie, and then it's great storytelling, great acting, great actors. Powers Booth is in it. Yeah. Um, Joe McRaney, a lot of people. Uh, show Coach up. Dad, Coach Dad yeah. pops up in a third season for crying out loud. It's good yeah. stuff. Uh, so the movie. So what that happened was they did three seasons. The season three ended. So does Major Dad? Major Dad shows up too. Major Dad shows up. This is like, oh, Coach Dad. See, that's that's the Major Dad. I meant Major Dad. <laughs> I no, Coach is someone dad. else. Coach is someone yeah. else. I remember Major Dad. Major Dad. Shows Coach up. is Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Joe McGrady. Joe McGrady shows up. Major Dad. Yeah, Major Dad. Season three ends like anticlimactic mm-hmm. in a way, because like, we're going to build up to season four. We're building yeah. and building and. The streets are gonna run. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna it's get crazy. Weird twist, and everybody just walks away. Everyone just walks away, like, oh shit's gonna go down next season, and then next season doesn't happen uh. because the guy who did the show, David Milch, wanted to do another series called John from Cincinnati, and HBO was like, you can do one or the other, and for whatever reason, and he, he chose, chose John, John from, from Cincinnati. Cincinnati instead of Deadwood. It did not work out well. It's weird. Ah, yeah, I never heard of it. Exactly, because the one season it was over. John from Cincinnati, it basically JC, Jesus, Jesus Christ. No. Uh, okay. Jesus Christ shows up in a motel in, in California. Yeah, exactly. It, fucking garbage. Stupid. <laughs> stupid show. And then he did Luck. He did a few episodes of Luck with Michael Mann. They canceled that after horses kept dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is bad. You guys got to stop doing this show. You're killing horses. <laughs> For our fiat entertainment, it's not good enough. The, the lives aren't yeah, worth it. No. Horse or not. Um, so I'm looking forward to the Deadwood movie to see where they pick up where they. It, I think it takes place though because now the it's show is be so ten years old. Well, dude, I mean, I, I saw old. I saw one screenshot of Timothy Oliphant holding a gun, and motherfucker is gray. Yeah, so so I think it's like it picks up ten years later. Whatever, it's got to. And now here's the thing: so Deadwood is a real town, Steve. Okay, or it, I should say it was. was Deadwood, North Dakota, something like that. One of the Dakotas. Okay. Deadwood's a real town. A lot of the characters. Seth Bullock is a real person. Uh, Al Swearingen, played Swagin. by Ian McShane. Swagin. He's a Swagin. real person. What they did was David Milch found you know, this town, Deadwood, and all the records of the town. And he wrote a show based on all these real people. Okay. And then uh, Deadwood famously, infamously burned down. Whoa. Yeah. So the series was building up to Deadwood burning down, and then that never got to happen. So maybe this movie will then will get the burning of Deadwood. What a Who moron. Knows? 
Yeah, why would he abandon it? But that's the thing. Maybe it wasn't as popular as it could have been. It's right around when Sopranos was on TV. I think Dexter was just getting started. Dexter was just getting started. The Sopranos was on TV. And I think as season three of Dead was coming out, I think Rome had just started. That's right. Yeah, and then Rome got canceled after two seasons because it was too expensive at the time. Now, uh, Rome episodes cost the same as Game of Thrones episodes. So, wow. The TV landscape has changed a lot since then. Yeah. Yeah, if Deadwood was made now, it'd be hugely popular to keep going. But yeah. mm-hmm. man, it's brutal. But if you have HBO, it's out there. It's still worth it. The movie's coming out May thirty first. I am looking. Forward it almost to makes it. me want to rewatch the whole series. Makes me want to. I rewatched a couple episodes, mm-hmm. and it, it sucks you in. I and then my brother hadn't watched it, so I pulled up on YouTube just some Al Swearengen clips. Al Swearengen's the best. Oh that's my god, I, that's it, how it, I found out who Ian McShane was. Yeah, that's how he blew <laughs> up in America because he did that and Sexy Beast right at the same time. And, uh, man, that's, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. So there you go. That's our movie news. Uh, you can email us, cinemacrespodiso at gmail.com, and we will read it on the show. When Juicy Cogburn reminds me to send the emails like he did today, Juicy Cogburn, take it away. No, I got an email from Gabe. What's up, Gabe? Entitled On Track for the Hundo. Ooh. He's got some reviews of some movies that he saw recently. Okay, cool. Let's Ralph see. Breaks the Internet. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I liked the commentary, especially for young kids, and I really loved the ending. A cool montage with loads of references. Also, what a entourage of cameo voice actors. Fun for the kids. Okay, fun for the kids. All right. Widows. Widows, yes. One of my favorites. We'll see what he says. What a cast of badasses. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. Cast of badasses. <laughs> All right. All right. There we go. Good stuff. Overlord review. Short, like, short and sweet. All right. Overlord. I haven't seen this one. I want to see this. It. It's kind of what I expected from the trailer. Yeah. Nothing more, but still entertaining. <coughs> Tons of plot holes, but it was satisfying. Yeah, plot holes, schmuck holes. Wait till it's free streaming. Okay, okay. All right, free, free streaming. I will. And free solo. Which is now on Hulu. Ah, very nice. Free solo. Highly so, recommend watching it. So I'm going to watch it. You recommend it? it? Okay. You know, I, I saw, I saw, I you watched it when it was on, ago, on, that on that Geo a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, free solo is on Hulu, Steve. That's a documentary. Mm-hmm. Ah. Holy shit. Award winning. In fucking tense. Especially when he's practicing the moves he has to do and fails. Hmm. I'm like, my man, it's not worth it. Stay <laughs> home. <laughs> Butt puckering. Butt puckering. It is, dude. All like, right. you, you know he doesn't die, but, like, you're watching this, and even still, I found myself, like, literally biting my nails like watching how, this. Like, how's he gonna do oh it? Oh, my fucking God, he is insane. I oh, can't shit. believe he did that. Maybe I'll watch it today. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. It's totally worth watching. What was it called? It's called Free Solo. It's about a guy who's going up pretty much, I mean, so, there's mountain climbing, and uh-huh. then there's free soloing, where you're basically mountain climbing, but without the ropes. Yeah. So, it's just you and the mountain, and if you fall, you die. Right. He does, like... A right, he, he does this mountain trail that, you know, even experienced mountain climbers with ropes and hooks and all that shit still have problems doing. And he's going to attempt it it's called, free solo. It's called El Capitan. It's yeah. like just a straight up sheer oh, wall. Of rock. El Capitan, yeah. So there we go. He's, like, so like, he, he's, a guy climbed it and filmed himself climbing it yeah. with no ropes. Well, yep. you, you know what's Four funny hours. about this? Like, <clears throat> I'm actually very, like, I can picture it right now. You know why, though? Why? It's because I have a Mac. One of the operating systems was called El Capitan. Yeah. Oh, there we go. And had a picture of it. And, and so, like, the default desktop was, was the El- mountain. Yeah. That's funny. So, like, I I looked at it every day. So, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, some dude just climbed straight up that thing With like no Spider-Man. Ropes. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. That's called Free Solo. Free Solo. It's, it's, it's 
They won the Academy Award for Best Documentary uh, last month. Yeah. Okay. Well, and the reason why is because... Wait, at the end scene. ...is because the the film crew who who filmed it, they're all experienced mountain climbers. See, that's cool. They get the angles and they know what they're doing, so it all looks amazing. Well, it's like when Tom Cruise does the Halo jump stunt. The guy filming it is like an experienced Halo parachuter... With mm-hmm. the camera on his head, so he knows exactly how to film. Make sure he gets some exactly no thing, hundred percent. Same thing. Uh, all right. Anything else from Gabe? Yeah, that's all. Thanks, Gabe. We pre- Gabe's one of our patrons. Yes. All right. Uh, one, he's, he's one of the canonical five, Chris. He's actually one of the canonical five. We have a canonical five, Steve. Oh, those are the first five people to sign up. So we shout him out. The canonical five. Nice. Actually, have we ever shouted him out on this show? On the free show? Not on the free show. Not on the free show. <laughs> Should I do it on the free show? Let's give our free show shout I think, out. I feel like we just did. <laughs> well, if you did for Gabe, I guess we'll get. All right, you can only go five. You guys are still listening. We got Peter the First, Gabe the Great, Scott the Spot, uh, Cremella from the Cremella Mix Show, Cram It In Ya. And then, of course, we already mentioned him, Ronda Wonderful. Ron. That's our canonical five. Uh, sign up to our Patreon. Just look up Crespity. So, guys. And, and you can also find out the names of the rest of the people. And then you can find the names of the rest Man. of the people. Because mm. yeah, we do a full, <laughs> we, we, we do, do a, a full rundown. roll call. Some have nicknames, and some are my mother. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, sign in by saying uh, uh, buzzing by saying your name. Who played the elderly combat trainer in the 2000 film Gladiator? His final role before his death was it? Oh. A. Alan Bates. B. Richard Harris. C. Oliver Reed. D. John Hurt. Drew. Drew. John Hurt? John Hurt is incorrect. Oh. You're still alive at that time. Who played the elderly combat trainer in the 2000 film Gladiator? His final role before his death, Steve, was it A, Alan Bates, B, Richard Harris, or C, Oliver Reed? Richard Harris. Richard Harris is incorrect. It was Oliver Reed. It was his oh. final film. Which British comedian? <clears throat> mm-hmm. That's right. Wet the whistle. Try it again. <laughs> oh, making it worse. <laughs> Chris is trying to get, get it on with himself right, now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which British comedian transferred to Hollywood for a, a starring role in Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Was it A, Martin Freeman, B, Ricky Gervais, C, Russell Brand, D, True. Jack White? C, Russell Brand. Yeah. Correct. Damn it. I, I, as soon as you like said it, I was like, damn it, I know. Who damn played it. Major Alan Dutch Schaefer? In the 1987 Drew, film. Drew. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That is correct. <laughs> Predator. Predator. <laughs> Tom Hanks started the 2016 film Sully. But which other Hollywood icon directed it? Was it A, Robert Redford, B, Clint Eastwood, C, Charlton Heston, D, Kevin Spacey? Drew. Drew. Clint Eastwood? Clint Eastwood is correct. Which feature screen heartthrob was turned down for a part in the 1980 film Fame because he wasn't pretty enough? Was it Wait, what, what, what year did you say? Uh, 1980. Okay. Which future screen heartthrob was turned down for a part in 1980 in Fame because he wasn't pretty enough? Was it A, Keanu Reeves, B, George Clooney, C, Tom Cruise, D, Patrick Swayze? Drew. Edgy. Drew. Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze is incorrect. Uh, a, Keanu Reeves, B, George Clooney, C, Tom Cruise. Uh, Steve. B. B, George Clooney yeah. is incorrect. Yeah. The answer is Tom Cruise deemed not pretty enough. Whoa. <laughs> he was pretty enough for legend. Who were the team 
Yeah. Who were the team looking for <clears throat> in the film Zero Dark Thirty? Was it A? Drew. Uh, Drew. Osama Bin Laden. That's one I could have gotten. <laughs> you still have a chance here to get some points. That's okay. a window. Which, which legendary cinematic cowboy was known as Singing Sandy in his early career? Was it A, Clint Eastwood? B, Clark Gable? C, Ernst Borgnine? D, John Wayne? Drew. Did you say Drew? No, I said oh. etch. Mm. You went etch. Mm. He said etch. That's good enough for me. Uh, okay. Go ahead. Okay, B. Clark Gable? Yeah. Incorrect. I actually forgot all Drew. of them. So Drew. John Wayne. John Wayne is correct. Keith Ledger, Jared Leto, Jack Nicholson. Drew. All Drew. The Joker. Joker is correct. In which month is the Con <laughs> International Film Festival? In which month is the Con International Film Festival? Is a, September, B, January, C, May, D, December. Etchy. B. B, January is incorrect. May. May is correct. Drew Sikagburn. At the end, I was just saying etchy and then, um, and then picking a letter. <laughs> Which is fine. Which is fine. You gotta, just, you gotta I, fight back at some point. I'm just glad the Joker was the right answer as opposed to, like, was all play the Joker in what film in, franchise? In what film franchise featuring what? Caped Crusader, Dark Knight, etc. Exactly. All right. Well, that is an hour and a half. Drew Sikagburn, thank you. You are very welcome. Steve Etchy, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Dick picks to uh, Cogburn at gmail.com steve.etchy at gmail.com Chris Crespo at aol.insta.com email one of us and cc both of the others make sure we all get the dick pics absolutely uh, I don't want them you don't want them you don't want them nope. you want my final photoshop job though right no what if the dick is between a pair of titties nope because then you're getting a titty pic don't want them what if you get a titty pic but then there's a dick in the background uh-uh. it's blurry I'd rather not blurry background dicks that's cool a, re- a really strange not, large boner that I could take the veins out of yes, so that it's like strangely soft looking. There you go. <laughs> and you, want, you, want, you want to turn your hard dicks flaccid? Steve can do that too. Yeah, Steve can turn your hard dicks flaccid. <laughs> we'll take those uh, dick veins. We'll put them in some titties. You want to see some veiny titties? Oh, no. No, veiny titties are not cool. <laughs> do you want to see some veiny titties? I just want to see the titties. <laughs> Chris likes them all sorts. I like all sorts of titties. I mean, what, you can discriminate against titties? Sometimes. You, you ever get one of them titties that's like one's different size than the other? A lot more often <laughs> than you think. You're yeah. like, what the hell is this? Yeah. I thought this shit was symmetrical. Yeah. It's like getting goobers, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes the peanut is like really big, and then sometimes it's just like the chocolate. You know but what? it's like a you know little, little sphere, and there's no peanut. You know, that's right. That's how we're going to end today's episode. Titties. <laughs> Titties and goobers. Titties are just like goobers. <laughs> Sometimes one's filled up with a bunch of chocolate. You don't know what you're... Re- wait, is left like a box of chocolates, Chris? Titties are like goobers. Sometimes you don't know what you're going to get. What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this episode made a lot of sense. It <laughs> <laughs> was a good one. It was a good one. Cinema, 
A PFT Media Production.